0: All right, guys, we are here for Time Attack first heat session. I'm Adam Jabay. I'm Grid Life Motorsports director and Slip Angle Podcast co-host. I'm here with Austin Cabot, one what's of our lead up, instructors. What's,
1: up? what's going on?
0: Yeah, we uh, we are recording this for the Slip Angle Podcast, and uh, we we have a couple of guests here. We got Kevin Wesley and uh, Tom Odell. Hey, how's it going, you guys? Uh, you guys have been to a bunch of Grid Life events this year. This is the third. The yeah, they've been uh,
1: to both festivals. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: you guys, uh, Tom, you are uh, one of the motorsports guys with FCA, with Fiat Chrysler. Yeah, I work uh, for SRT. Yeah, you, you guys have done a lot of stuff with the SRT, uh, the Viper, the new the new Viper, the ACR.
2: Yeah, we I was, uh, Chris Winkler and I were involved in that program, doing all the testing and development of the tires and the shocks and stuff. Set all the 13 track records with it. Yeah. So. Ran all over
0: uh all over the world basically nowadays uh, with the viper yeah basically uh, yep the uh you've been to a bunch of these grid life events uh what, what do you think of the uh, the party that we throw here at racetracks i think it's cool man yeah, i mean i
2: you gotta be this is this is got one of the bucket list type of things i didn't even know this thing existed i love it i love it you man. know so i think it's i think it's everybody should come out to one of these yeah.
0: things
1: it's pretty cool We've got some times coming in austin uh, I don't have it pulled up yet, oh, but pull- as I do, uh, Kevin, as a driver coming out to these events, what are your thoughts?
3: You know, it actually, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It took me a little bit to get used to it, um, but uh, the track time is great. I like the time attack style. I like the competition, uh, but it's just nice and laid back. It's not like going to a regular road course weekend and getting stressed out and things like that. So it's a good uh, good weekend off, really.
1: Now, what uh, what cars have you guys been campaigning this year, Kevin?
3: So we've been running the Viper ACR uh, at the last Road Atlanta event. Uh, Then we were running the Fiat 124 Abarth uh, earlier this year for a campaign for FCA and uh, ran the car at Mount Washington. Okay.
2: Which we won.
3: Yeah, yep, which we wanted. Crush the, the record, right? Uh, Crush the, the
2: record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like 14 seconds. What? Yeah, no, yes. You're talking half a commercial how,
2: how long is that hill climb? That's uh, that's eight
1: seven point two miles. Okay.
2: Yeah, but what he won't tell you is the first day we had it sitting on a rock balancing because we almost went <laughs> 60 feet off the hill. <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that you wouldn't think that the little four cylinder would uh, get airborne and then do a burnout in fifth gear, but it will.
0: That 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 course makes Pikes Peak look wide and open that's a Pike really Spencer
2: freeway compared
0: yeah to
3: mount that's washington. a really
0: tight hill climb um they, i mean
2: his boy he was there and, and kevin never came back and told us what was happening and uh his son was there and he was just like freaked
3: out that's
0: a scary down. hill climb is that is that the first time uh, you've ran that hill climb kevin
3: yeah that's the yeah. first time i ran mount washington uh the nice thing about working for a manufacturer though we got uh we got to rent the mountain for two days for private testing. Prior oh, really? Like really? Right, right before? Yes, right before. Okay. So the nice. Monday and Wednesday before the race. So it we pays to, to know people a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we, well, it pays to know people that can write checks.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the programs that you guys run... Uh, You guys have been working with Kumo a lot lately. And uh, right now, Tony Fuentes is out there running the fastest lap time of the session on Kumo tires. Tony put in a 134.3. Yep.
0: Uh, Followed closely by Mike Puglisi in the uh, DMN Racing Evo with a 134.977. And then Graham Gaylord with a 138.505. So some pretty fast times for some of our track mod competitors out there. Yeah. don't have any unlimited cars here at the moment. So currently, our fastest time of the weekend is Tony Fuentes with a 34.335.
1: Now, I know you guys have helped Tony amazing, out. an amazing
2: thing about it, those are Viper tires. Right, I was about to Kumo ask exactly Viper what they were. Vipo Viper ACR
3: tires. So that's the on front a tire from the ACR, right? Oh. Man. <laughs> Tell me that needs some. Yeah, yeah. So, And there are also three events old. Oh, are they really? Yeah. So he ran, no, Where did he first run them? So he first ran them at Road Atlanta. Okay. Uh, rotated them there. I think he might have two new fronts on now, but uh, between Road Atlanta and then M1 and here, he's basically used used six tires, which is amazing, because those everybody wants to complain about the durability, but those tires are awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah and he ran them at M1 Concourse last week right. um, for the speed ring when we were there, and uh, he has nothing but good things to say about them. Same thing with Chris Borsma. Chris is running them on
3: his uh, KT Oh, that's Cynic right. Chris now. went
1: from RE71s to those this year. Didn't yeah. They? Interesting. So and, and seems to absolutely love them.
3: And there's still 200 treadwear. Are they really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were
1: 200.
0: 200 treadwear. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Got a couple of, uh, man, there's a lot of flies in the tower today. What a weird day <laughs> here, Gingerman. The, uh, nice day, nice weather, and uh, fastest times still rolling in. This session is hot. We do want to call Time Attack Group B to grid, please. Time Attack Group B, if you're not heading to Grid, we need you guys out there soon. And the merch booth is open at Gridlife uh, up by the Gingerman Tower. And one more note for beginners. Beginner drivers, we do have a beginner classroom download session. Should start pretty soon if you can make your way over to the Gingerman Barn. You can review uh, how things went for your first hot session. Uh, beginners to the Gingerman Barn also and merch booth is open till 4 o'clock at the Gingerman Barn The La Doce Vita uh, building over by the eight and a half cafe
1: Now Kevin Wesley uh, is a uh, fellow track mod rear wheel drive driver And uh, we just looked at the times it looks like Tony Fuentes may have set a new Track mod rear wheel drive track record um, of a 134.076 this session So I know Tony, Tony said he's, he wants to beat the production Viper ACR record that was set here That's of not a 131, happen. but uh, no, we got we have some Viper experts <laughs> <Not>. here <laughs> no.
3: that are saying that
1: it is not possible with the conditions well, this well, weekend. I
3: know that he's going to be really proud that his highly modified BMW can be to shore him stock car, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean for I mean, the
3: most his part, advantage,
2: his advantage would be he's running Kumo tires, so we'll have to give him a little bit of that, right? But he's going to break the, the record. It's the tires. If he
1: does, it's, it's because the of the tires. Oh yeah.
2: He Mike, couldn't have done it without the tires.
0: Mike Puglisi pulling in here and that beautiful homemade arrow on the uh, the DMN the, racing DMN, car. Yep.
1: That car's so clean, too. Oh, it's very, 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 very well-built. Well built. Well-driven.
0: Uh, always glad to see Mike and, uh, and Dan coming out from DMN Racing. Dan in the uh, beautiful red S2000 up there. Supercharged, right? Not turbo?
1: Yep. yep. Uh, Big bad uh, <laughs> Levi Brown here, too. Levi ran a 140.039 that, this first he session. He always
0: runs, like, the same... Like within half a second, The car's so consistent. I'm um, so
1: so really been, glad to see him out at every event. I've been talking about wanting to drive that car for years, and yeah. last night he was finally like, "Yo, dude, you want to drive it this weekend? Maybe, maybe get lucky. So, yeah, and maybe uh, get lucky." Brian, Brian Dong, uh, I might get to go out in his Civic Type R tomorrow cool. too. Cool. So, front wheel drive weekend for me. Now, Kevin, were you at uh, the Salt Flats with Tom or no?
3: No, I'm not a Bonneville guy. No, uh,
0: Tom, how did uh, how did you guys do at Bonneville? Because Austin and you recorded well, we went, a podcast from we there. Went
2: airborne at one seventy five and pulled the shoot, then we went two eighty three. We owned the record at two ninety one, <laughs> but because it's so rough, yeah, uh, you know, we didn't make it. So then we broke a gear shaft, input okay. shaft. So. We got to put suspension on the car. I mean, like Aaron, he knows how rough that thing was. I mean, it's just how, like, uh
0: How was the weather this year out there?
2: Oh, I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it was... It's perfect weather. It's yeah. just that there's no salt. Yeah.
1: It's yeah, Aust- Austin, was that your first time at Bonneville? It was not my first time at Bonneville. It was my first time for Speed Week. Oh, that's but I right. really Technically, that's right. I wasn't there for Speed Week. I was there for like the pre-party yeah. on Friday for Speed Week.
2: Yeah. yeah, we met out in the parking
1: lot at a beer store. Yeah, <laughs> Thursday night. That's yep. awesome. I was like, chatted for like an hour. I was like, this Tom guy, I like this Tom guy. Yeah, you got to have him on the show. So then got to go hang out with him and the team, um, Hartman Racing. For uh, for you know Friday, which was really really insightful. It was and I really told cool. him he was crazy driving that motorcycle all over the world. Ducati, hey, I, made it. I
2: didn't was die. That, was that a Ducati or something
1: like? That? It was a Triumph. Triumph. Yeah. Triumph. Okay. Eighty five hundred miles over five and a half weeks with a week off in Florida, and like his, right into the middle. And, his,
2: and the back end kind of looks like a seat too. So, yeah,
1: it was all like, dude, it was. No, you.
2: You're oh, really, me? Yeah, your butt looks like a seat. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. I would never do it. It
1: was fun, man. It was sheer determination. <laughs> yeah. It was it was mind over matter at that point. It was just like I knew that I had to do it, and there was yeah. really no other way home. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. man, we do have confirmation now that that was a track mode rebuild driver. What was the old record?
0: Thirty-four-seven. Uh, okay. He's at a 34.0 right okay, now. Okay, yeah, that's so a giant drop. Seven tenths
1: so, of a second. Wow. So, I switching would, to those Kumo tires. If
3: I was a betting man, I would say he might be able to get a thirty-two out of it, but that's probably as far as he's. He's gonna been
0: get. here a few times with us now, and uh, he seems to get faster every time. Yeah. so This uh, this track seems easy to learn the first ninety-five percent, and that last little bit, uh, a lot of guys take. Years years
1: to find it so. yeah you know tony and uh, and the team from solo motorsports they actually they were going to drop the car off here after m1 concourse yeah. and then go back to atlanta and then come back but unfortunately they had a turbo seal yeah, turbo issue seat. um with with one of their turbo units got the car back together and, yeah they towed uh, it back to atlanta That's a fixed long it this week, week and then towed it back up here for round five always happy
0: to see them up here um and uh, glad that they made the trek up to michigan twice in uh, in literally 10 days or a week even um yeah, what looks got? like uh that else might we be? got the here. Looks
1: like Mike Pugliese reset the track mod all-wheel drive record.
0: It was a 35749 by Brandon Randvek in summer 2016.
1: 34977 wow. 7 from Mike Pugliese. So very Seven fast tenths lap of times. a second. Very, very nice. Looks like uh Graham Gaylord um set a new Street modified all-wheel drive track record as well. Old track record, 138.051. Graham just won a 137.736. So uh, the conditions today do seem pretty dang good. Not bad at all. I'm going to check in with track
0: here and see how we're looking. Um, But, yeah, nice day on track. Uh, Perfect temperatures, a little bit of breezy, a little bit of sun. uh, This track is warm,
1: uh, and intake air temperatures for these cars are not too hot. So that's a plus. Yeah, Kevin and Tom, uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of the year? Any more events, or is it kind of the end of the season for you guys?
3: Well, it's kind of the end of the season. We're just really negotiating what we're going to do for 2018 at the moment. Okay. So 17 uh, is pretty much wrapped up. We might try to get one more event in before the end of the year, but we're pretty much done. Okay. Um, so now we're going to do the SEMA PRI tour and uh, gather up some support for 2018 and, and get that package put together and really just focus on that for – for ice racing and all that fun stuff coming up here. In I don't want to do ice racing. No?
1: <laughs> Tom, Tom does not like the cold. I don't know why you no, live no, in Michigan no. if you don't like the cold, Tom. No, but. I'm not a Michigan guy. I'm a Tennessee guy. <laughs>
3: Come on, give me a break. Well, I'm a Michigan guy, and I haven't had ice in a couple of years. so. I really, like in for it. I'm jonesing for it and need to make that trip to Wisconsin or New York. So if you did happen.
1: go ice racing this year, what would be the ice racing vehicle of choice if you could have your pick of, of anything in the Fiat Chrysler fleet?
3: A studded Trackhawk. Yeah? So basically all-wheel <laughs> drive, 700 707 horse- horsepower, yeah. yep. nice. I studded a set of tires last year for my Challenger to go. I got 825 cold cutters per tire uh, we'll oh, try wait gosh. how many? 825. Wow, I so, thought Andy
1: Smedgard's like 300. Yeah. 300 so, well, per well, tire. It's a was 20 a lot. inch tire. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You get a lot more surface. There. Right. little so, this. So if
3: we don't rip all the studs out of that, then I'll do a snowmobile set uh, if I can get a short enough tire on it. And then we'll run the supercharged trackhawk with that and see how much. Debauchery weekend. Yeah, that thing would be awesome. So but, would you would you trailer think,
1: it to the event or would you like drive it with the studs in the back? No, and like just, seat ah, heaters on and everything. Whatever.
3: I mean, that either, would be that because
1: that would be an awesome story if you drove it to the track, <laughs> ice raced it, and then drove it back to Detroit. But I think we need to throw out. We're definitely going to do Grid Life next
3: year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we uh, oh, we, yes. we love having
1: you guys out here. I was surprised to see uh, Tom
0: to see you at M One Concourse. I see you everywhere now. Well they're
3: right
1: in Detroit, so I, like, I love that. But yeah, it was it was awesome. Thanks for coming is, out and, and supporting like, all the events.
2: So dick. I mean, you
1: can't get away
0: from it. <laughs> it is. That's the problem. Now, Tom, you've, uh, in the past, you've been part of the teams that have won Le Mans
2: and all kinds of cool things. Yeah, I um, won uh, 24 hours of Daytona in 84 as a crew chief, and yep. then got hired by Porsche after I beat them by eight laps. You can't what? beat
1: them, join them, right? That's they just right. decided to come come hire you.
2: So they uh, hired me, and then I was at Porsche until Hobart passed away, and then I got hired by uh, Chrysler to build all the GTSR race cars. Okay. And... Uh, did a robot for Penske, our NASCAR program, won a NASCAR championship. Yeah, with robot Kessel that Austin. builds the car tomorrow chassis. And, yes. And, yeah. So, and it's still there. But, I mean, this grid life is just I've, – I've been a lot of series – but this is pretty cool. I like this stuff. I, uh, I've you know racing with NASA,
0: with SECA and being around other series. I really like the grassroots feel of the drivers here a lot. Uh, but these guys, some of these guys are so serious. This is their entire year. They build and build and tweak and develop and tune. And you
2: can see it when you come out here. And
0: they're constantly getting faster all the
2: time. So that's the scary thing. Yeah. It's just like our pro mod car how we, fast we, can you go you know yeah we had a 602 now we got to go a 586 yeah, yeah where do you find that? <laughs> that, that that's
0: uh that's like jumping from planet to planet and how far apart just, you're getting just more money man
3: yeah it's just like any other form of motorsports though i mean as it becomes more popular more people are going to show up and more people are going to start building more serious cars i mean we were already talking about you know, doing uh, an unlimited ACR and, and what that car could do. Yeah, so. what does an
0: unlimited Viper ACR potentially look like? Turbo, supercharged?
3: No, we'd probably run an NA motor. Okay. Um, high compression on E85. Yeah. Uh, it's going to make 800 plus. Kumho tires. Kumho stock 200 treadwear Kumo tires. You guys are going to give Chris a heart attack. Come on. <laughs> and, and then we basically put a sequential. Uh, gearbox in it.
0: Like a big Quaife box or something like that?
3: Yeah, like a Fitzner box. Oh, okay. Even, yeah. Would you upgrade
1: the factory aero and go a little crazier on the aero or just no, leave no, no, it? no, 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 no. The car's no, no. like perfect as is. Yeah, no.
3: you don't want to mess with so, that stuff? So basically, I mean, we could probably go to some other crazy shock, but... No. That, yeah. <laughs> so... So basically, Tom, it's just horsepower. Tom likes it as it is. Just Tom's give like, it more no, power. We can't do that. <laughs> give it
0: more power. That's all Tom <laughs> so wants to yeah, do. Yeah,
3: I think the unlimited guys might like it, though, if that uh, eight or 900 horsepower ACR Viper shows up with a sequential box. It might uh, change that. Class well, what, up a bit. Uh,
0: what kind of power does a, a, a ACR have right now?
3: 635.
0: Is that at the crank or at the wheels? Uh, the
1: wheels, roughly. Yeah. What, are you guys going to do an exhaust, though? Because that thing, like, that it goes by. There, does it have yeah. an
3: exhaust? No. That's, okay. that, the the sh- one okay. that's shown up is just I was going to say, because it's like kind of
1: quiet When you guys are going yeah. around the track
3: Yeah, we ran uh, headers and uh, open catless exhaust at Pikes Peak last year It okay. sounds much, much better You need yeah. to put that back on for a good life event Ooh, did,
1: that's uh, sound awesome. It really
0: is quiet Like you almost don't see it, like I at rode Atlanta You'd <laughs> yeah. go by and you'd be yeah, you like, like oh,
2: there goes Kevin yeah, just, just look at, at the time sheet, yeah. that's what you have to yeah, look, yeah, look you, at You really have
0: to look at live timing And scoring, because otherwise you're like That was pretty quiet, is he off the throttle? And was That was pretty fast
1: here it comes, lifting down turn twelve in <laughs> Road Atlanta the whole time. Yeah, just ghosting by. Wait,
2: let him tell you no. what he did. What? You turned the traction off,
3: remember? Oh yeah, that's one of the reasons why I was slow on the opening day at in Road Atlanta, is because I ran with the traction control off and then so I didn't
1: trust him without it. And so Mark Baruth is right. The car's better with the traction control on?
3: Uh no. no. The cars, okay. the, <laughs> at Road Atlanta my, my my fastest lap was the session I turned it off. Okay. He scared himself and got a good no, laugh. No. <laughs> but then I got too lazy and, and kept putting 109 in it. We were mixing it and uh, ended up blowing the O2 sensor. So the car actually went slower every session. Oh, after that.
0: It, it wasn't uh, running at optimal tune. It's not huh? a flex fuel. To yep. It's not a
3: flex fuel tune. But that's what happens when my crew guy has to go to Texas to work. So I was, I was left to my own devices. Yeah. Hey, at least he doesn't that have thing to go to Europe track.
1: every other weekend like he used to, right? I'm sure you enjoy that, Tom, don't you? I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, Oktoberfest in Munich is uh, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> I, can, be I can imagine. We've got uh, got a good mix of
0: cars out here for Time Attack B, so that, uh, that would be the time to call Time Attack Group C to grid, please. Green flag is out for Time Attack B. As we see Greg Malloy and his SEC STL car cross-start finish. Uh, being chased by, I think, Jess Moting there. Those are, those uh, like,
1: the, the fastest car of the session and the slowest car of the session. Yeah, back-to-back. totally,
0: totally diverse cars uh, just passed us here. A lot of turbo cars, and then little Greg Malloy running for his life with the B16-powered STL CRX. But, uh, yeah, car slow in 5.6 there. Looks like he's coming
1: to a halt, a newer Subaru. Uh, you know, it yep, and there is a standing yellow entering turn five right now. Yep. So he must be stopped on the exit of six. Oh, sounds like he's continued, so that Subaru is going. All right. Man,
0: that, uh, that vet, that C6 vet is really up Greg's butt there in the 5-6 combo in the toilet bowl.
1: A lot of rolling power in that 700-horsepower uh, LS7-swapped vet. We've Got a lot of uh, grid life regulars out there this session. Yeah. Dan Lewis, Chad McCurdy, Matt DeRoos, Eric Nauman. Jordan Bryant showed up for the first time yeah. uh, in uh, quite a while, um, and Jordan actually bought uh, Jeremiah Fox's Pike's Peak yeah. Subaru WX STI. Jeremiah
0: has ran with us in the past, um, and now his same car is out here running with a new, new owner. So... Right so, there yeah, as there we cross start with finish, chasing Eric
1: Nauman up the front concept
0: zebra car. Yep, very nice looking car. Good build. Yeah, he uh, uh,
1: when Jeremiah had that car at Pikes Peak, I think he placed fourth overall for the time attack class. Yes, I like think a you're right. Ten fourteen. Yeah, his first not, time up the mountain. Not bad so. at all.
0: Uh, we've had a lot of Pikes Peak cars here at uh, Gridlife events this year. I think four or five at yeah. least. So now,
1: Kevin, you guys ran Pikes Peak last year, right? Yep. How yeah. was that?
3: It was great. We set the time attack two, which is the production car. Yep. Uh, qualifying record.
1: Where'd you guys qualify it?
3: Because
1: uh, that's just that's the lower portion yeah, of it's the lower uh, portion, right. so it's like
3: four sixteen or okay. something like that.
1: What so. was the old record?
3: Uh, we only beat it by a few tenths. Oh, wow. But, Real you know, close. <laughs> it's
1: gotten close right there.
3: Yeah, but we're running, uh, Pikes Peak starts at 9,500 feet, so right. you yeah. know, when it's you high. show up with the NA motor against the turbo cars, you're kind of uh, yeah. having an uphill battle. I love lo- when you get to Pikes Peak. lose a lot of
1: horsepower going up that hill. When you get to the start of Pikes Peak, there's that sign that says, you're now a mile below an altitude from the summit. Right. And you're like, what? Right. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's a wild place. Uh, crewing for... Uh, for people there is a stressful thing. Yeah, uh, you crewed for uh, for tr- Cody Loveland yeah, from Love Fab, Right. It, seeing all those other cars crash and come down the mountain in pieces in the back of pickup trucks and ambulances, it was a scary time in 2012. There, I wish Which, I would have uh, gone that year. Jake Kamiskis
1: wanted me to ride out with him in the Mini Cooper, was, but Jake's uh, a big guy. The thought of spending thirty some odd hours it's a, in a long Mini time Cooper in a Mini Cooper. Ooh, a G- I love Jake to death, but in a small confined space like that. That's I wouldn't want to be in a Mini Cooper by myself for 30 hours. <laughs> it's the only racetrack
2: you've got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go So to early.
0: So early. We, uh, we would fix the car until it was time to go, and we'd just barely get on the mountain. Yep. Uh, it's a stressful week, but, man, what a cool event. So but it's cool. Also,
3: it's also the one event where you get to run oxygen in the car for the entire event. Too. Really? Oh, absolutely. You I run mean, a tank of oxygen there? Absolutely.
0: Yep. <laughs> Is that a pretty common thing?
3: It should be a lot more common. I, yeah. it should be mandatory but
0: a lot of guys rush out there and they're not acclimated their crew gets kind of sick and well, nauseous we all had, the time we, we
3: even had a tank in the in the trailer for the crew because if you think about it when you when you pit at Devil's playground in the last and uh, the last uh, test day yep yep you're at 13,000 feet. it's so high up there so you bring you bring your crew out from Michigan where it's a thousand feet. I mean, and say, hey, go swap four tires, and, and was just car sucking up and wind yeah, after like just breaking yeah.
2: the lug nuts loose. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, Kevin would walk around with an O2 thing put it on your finger and just check to see what your O2 level is. Oh but yeah, if you're seventy eight percent, you would got to you're go suck on dead. the bottom. Man. yeah, it's a it's a weird place to
0: run a car, but what a cool race! Well, I now, think it's the second oldest race in the country too.
3: Mount Washington is the first. Wow! I
1: thought Indy was the first.
3: Nope, Mount Washington's what's, older than Indy. What's the elevation really?
1: for for Mount Washington?
3: Low. It's a uh, peak is like 6600 oh, oh really yeah, yeah. okay so, you start very low there yeah so you're 3000 feet below the start of yeah. pikes
1: wow wow
3: yeah i mean mount washington is not an event about the the sheer height the what makes mount washington so exciting is number one it's narrow but the uh rate of incline at mount washington is almost double what the average rate of incline is for pikes. speed so steep and so wow. many
2: blind turns too yes.
3: yeah.
0: well
2: you only run it every three years so you got yeah. the the rut of the of the mountain with the weather and the yeah. rocks and that they're always moving. Yeah. So you, it, it's uh, like, like Higgins Higgins when he went there this year in the Subaru he, he drove a streetcar 15 times up the hill just to get acclimated. Yeah. To Almost what it doesn't was.
0: seem like enough. It uh, it watch an in car video. It's such a such a wild little place to run a hill climb. But yeah. then
2: there's no there's no there's no area like coming down the yeah. hill. They have to get guys that work there. To People get scared to drive in their car down the hill because there's no guardrail. Yeah. Really? On the dirt section, there's...
3: yeah. No. I mean, in the dirt section, if you have two pickups side by side, one's hanging off the edge with the mirrors folded Holy in. Holy crap.
0: It's very narrow. Yeah. We have to go next year. It's the most unforgiving place. We have
3: to go next year.
0: I, I, was,
1: I almost don't want to drive up in a streetcar. That's how scary it looks.
3: My wife no. did not make it up in a streetcar.
1: No? No. Nope. Like, just decided not to drive or, like, no, went off made, the side? No,
3: she made it up. Basically to the gravel section and then maybe the back down. Well, that's yeah. enough for me.
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> How much
0: of that uh, hill climb is gravel?
3: Uh, there was a mile this year. Uh, they just paved about a quarter mile of that, so there's about three quarters of a mile left. Okay. And probably when we run again in 2020. Yeah, it's three, it'll, be, yeah it'll be paved. 20, yeah, 2020, it'll probably all be paved. Okay. Man.
0: Fast times for Group B. We're looking at Jess Moden currently with a 38.435, followed by Chad McCurdy with a 39.050, and Dan Lewis running out top three with a 39.157. Pretty tight uh, one through three there. Uh, and then Eric Nauman in the Rytec Mustang with a 40.344. So a couple laps in. They've had a uh, couple little yellow conditions, and it uh, looks like now they've got pretty open track. So uh nice day for time attack and uh, as we see eric pass start finish great sound of mustang i always love that car he's been with us for a few years car gets faster and faster every time yep should have a few more minutes in b and then it is time for time attack group c we got three run groups this weekend uh following time attack will be advanced instructor at about 1:50 p.m advanced instructor is up next following time attack group c gotta breathe before i talk too much
2: <sighs> yeah we um uh, putting when we went off the hill the first day on practice we broke an oz wheel so i'm gonna put a plug in for oz wheels it, but the wheel broke it but the tire still had pressure so really if it hadn't have broke we could
1: we could have driven maybe driven it back down the hill but not really so know? what happens with something like that do you have to like go get another wheel take the wheel up to the top of the mountain and then bring the car down well, we were
2: halfway up like I I went up to see Kevin. He was sitting on this rock, you know, and he he says, Oh, I lost brakes. And then after we disagreed to disagree for about 30 (laughs) seconds, we figured out what happened, you know. But it was teetering on a boulder underneath the car, or it would have gone off. There are some very
0: large boulders in that one section there, like the size of cars.
3: Yeah, but the the Fiat's just a beast. So it it takes a, a hit to the front wheel, breaks the front wheel, ends up off on the side of the mountain, hanging, straddling on a boulder. It's got skid plates. You pull it back onto the road, put a wheel on it, and drove it back down. Yeah. and we did not change a piece of suspension on that car. Really, you just put
0: brake rotor on. Any it. alignment issues right or nope. nope,
3: nothing. Right. That's,
1: that's pretty wild. No, when you guys brought those cars here for Good Life Midwest, and we're running them, um, you know, on the Thursday before, I yeah. think Tom had them down in the tech shed here, um, doing some work to them, and Adam and I got to take a look at them up really, close. Really, really cool build. Really nice cars. Like for All what right. they sell those for, that's a pretty dang good yeah. deal. It's, it's 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 a pretty awesome car for what you get. Yeah, I mean
2: it's. I mean, anybody can drive them. I mean, they're just they're. I, I've, I've built a lot of race cars. I even called Italy and told them Abarth, and I said, "Hey, you guys did a fantastic job on this thing. So nice. it's pretty awesome." The uh, the cars
0: were largely stacked engine wise, just different turbos. Yeah, it's
2: a it's a turbo, but it's the same motor that's in the 4C. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
2: it's a two liter oh, okay. Abarth,
0: yeah. a little bit bigger engine. Uh,
2: yeah. A little bit bigger but, uh, turbo is a non. Uh, it's a smaller. Hot side, so okay. it spools up a lot quicker. A little quicker. bit better power band. That's uh, well, a mid-range power. Well, the cars are are built to FIA spec, so
1: it has a restrictor. You can take the restrictor off and maybe close to four hundred. Wow. Sequential yeah. shift. Now, have you guys done anything with one with the restrictor off at all, for testing or anything?
3: No, Mount Washington. Oh yeah. Oh, that was there. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> nice. I mean, I mean, there's a big change in that gearbox, you know. So it's got a production engine, basically, but that dev, which is like 20k, makes uh, a huge difference. Not a terrible transmission. No, not not. Well, at all. I forget.
2: Was that a paddle shift?
0: Yeah, so yeah. it's air paddle shift. Okay. So, um, it's
3: then, a, it's a great trans.
2: Then it's got um, different cows. I mean, the calibration on that car, Abarth did, a fantastic job of calibration. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it, it's a pretty. It's a. They just won. Some rally in Europe. I uh, just last weekend. So huh. it's a it's a competitive car. They run against Porsche. So. Was uh, was one of those cars at Gridlife Life South in Atlanta?
0: Yeah, it parts. Was it, right. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I brought one. I brought the Kumo car. Down. I thought
0: I saw one there for a second. It's yeah, such was, a was. We just event had it over the, at the Kumo
3: trailer, and yeah. then we actually took it over to the autocross. How did and, it do that? And, huh? and gave the marketing exec rides. It was just you know slide as much as possible. yeah. yeah. So it just, was a lot of fun. just have a good time. Yeah. It did catch air, though, at the autocross. There was one section. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. where it was basically a mid-corner, and, uh, yeah, it would lift a wheel. A little there. bit of a jump there. Yeah, yep. that was cool.
0: Yeah, Atlanta Region SCCA set up a fun little track there, and uh, really fun to have them at Good Life South. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's really uh, really cool to see you guys chasing us around the, uh, around the country yeah, for these events. I love it. Hopefully we can do some more next yeah. year.
3: Yeah, well, it's a lot more fun than chasing wheel-to-wheel racing and then uh, wrenching on your car for another week or two. Yeah, and,
0: and then you and get balance of performance. You yep. get hit with that, and oh, all yeah. of a sudden the car's outlawed, and Tom's mad about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, damn it, Kevin, you went too
2: fast. Like, now the car is banned. Yeah. Now, Tom, what years did you, uh, did you go to Lama? I went to Le Mans, '95, '96, '95 all the way up to 2000. Okay. What cars were you uh, were you working I on? I was only hired to build the GTSR Vipers. Okay. All okay. I worked on.
0: Yep. Um, that uh, that event. Uh, how long would you go over there for that event?
2: Well, we'd go over, like uh, practice, and then we'd come home. Yeah. Like everybody, all the build and development of those cars were done in the states. Okay. Everybody thinks Orica now. I don't take nothing away from ORCA, but Orica actually screwed the cars together. They were our team that we used in Europe, yeah. so we would go to their shop. You know, we might spend a couple of weeks. Orica you know, ran the cars at Le Mans, yeah. you know, and his crew, fantastic bunch of guys. And then but that was a
0: U.S. built uh, car. They, all all the engineering,
2: yeah. everything was built in Michigan. Roush did the okay. uh, chassis. We bought all the product. Uh, Supplied everything from – we put them in crates and shipped them over and built them over there. Okay. Okay. Then in 2000, when we quit running, then Orca took over building cars for customers after that. Okay. But up till probably number maybe 50. I don't – maybe that's the wrong number, but basically Chrysler built at least 20 to 25 of those. Okay.
0: What – as far as all the things that you've done through your years uh, in motorsports – um, was that one of the more memorable things, or is there is there something else that stands out in your mind? Like that is the thing that that I really thought was the coolest thing I did. What was uh, what would you put your, your thumb on as the coolest project you had or race you ran to?
2: Beating Porsche in the twenty four hours of Daytona. That's the coolest thing.
1: After and, and after you after, were working for them. After you know, <laughs> and then getting hired. By oh okay. Yeah.
2: Roger Bailey told me a long time ago when Porsche interviewed me in a, in a rainstorm. We went to dinner in Lime Rock, Connecticut with Carl Vandermerva. I worked with Sorrow Vandero at Momo, and then Creepy Crawler hired me yeah, yeah, to go yeah. work with Sorrow. And uh, Sorrow said, no, you can't take him because he's my mechanic. And then Roger Bailey, I'll never forget it, came up and he says, Tom, you can always be a mechanic, but you can always not work for Porsche. Yeah. So You don't get a lot of opportunities to do no, that. No, you yeah. don't get a lot of opportunities. So going to work for Porsche and, and Holbert and that whole, that whole family of Porsche. Yeah. I mean, I... I think my son, whenever he was small, the first word out of his mouth wasn't "daddy," it was "Porsche," jumping up and down the seat. (laughs) So, it was it was pretty cool. That's cool. That's cool. I will have to say, that I remember that probably and winning Le Mans and Daytona, and Sebring. Yeah. I
1: mean, there's a whole bunch of things, but all the, those are the yeah. big endurance races, Yeah, Those now, are big things yeah. so. at the time. Did it feel like you guys were making history at all, or did it just no. feel like business as usual? It's just work. But well, You yeah. look back now and you're like, wow, that was it was, that was a huge part of the deal. job.
2: Yeah, we had a bunch of guys like at Chrysler. I think we had eight guys, and uh, we were the team yeah. and engineering team that put everything together and went to Orca and, yeah. and did it. And you know, it will a lot of people will try, but I don't think the Viper record of winning three in a row will ever be taken. away. Yeah.
0: That's a pretty tough one to to be, unless you're talking like 1960s Ferrari kind of stuff yeah. that uh, in modern day. That's a hard, that's a hard one to swallow. You can't and, win Lamont
2: three times. It's and then, really tough. You know, Chrysler supporting it FCA now, but yep. you know, there was there was a lot of people behind the scenes that should have got credit for it. So yeah, that's, uh, but it was it was pretty cool.
0: Very cool to have a a Lamar winning crew chief in the tower here at Gridlife uh, Round Five Track Battle. Well, I was crew raceway. chief. I was well, just
2: crew member. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Kevin, what's what's your background? I know you know you and I have spoken before, and you're just starting to get back into racing. Yeah. Um, what you know, obviously you took a little bit of a break. But what did you do before?
3: So, I'm kind of one of those guys that just randomly shows up at the track. Uh, we and, have a bunch of those. And uh, what, what I randomly used to do is, one, is run one lap of America. So okay. So during the 90s, that was my primary event where I'd basically go and I'd run one lap, and, and that was my thing. And then early 2000s, uh, you know, I started endurance racing. Had zero money, so you know how that went. That didn't go very well. And then I decided I'm going to go, I don't have any money, so I'm going to go rally racing. Which, oh, that's a cheap hobby. <laughs> yeah, so I did that for a couple of years. And then basically I took I took a decade off. Yeah. So. I really haven't done anything for a long time, uh, and then I started getting back into, when I got back into it, I've always been a, a vintage muscle car guy, so I started pro-touring stuff, so okay. I built a car, and I drove for a couple people, and, and I kind of just you know went from there, but probably the biggest break um, is, is when I started driving. The biggest break,
2: I met him. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> I
3: met him, but I started, I started picking up uh, gigs where I was driving for magazines, so I was driving for Hot Rod and stuff like that. and. Doing late model car tests and and things, so kind of kind of went from there. And you know, the world's a lot of not what you know, it's who you know. But you know, we also win a lot. So that's good. Know, when I used to run one lap, I'd win. When I used to go and and run rallies, I'd win.
1: What kind of cars were you running when you're doing one lap and rally <laughs> stuff?
3: So so, the first car that I ran one lap with and. Uh, we won the vintage class several years. Ended up finishing best of fourth overall. Was a '69 Plymouth Valiant. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, not that, the
0: car I would imagine being a stellar one-lap car. <laughs> What's
3: well, not like that crazy like Optima Valiant? <laughs> yeah,
1: you can make those things pretty yeah, well. there's that, well, there's that, that, that red this, or that this, white and blue one.
3: This Valiant is probably actually still the fastest A-body that's run pro. Really? Events yeah. Yet. Okay. So out here at Grid Life, before I blew it up, like literally ten years ago. It was running in the 130s. Out here, Gingerman? Yeah. Yep. So okay. you have to remember what that car is, though. It's stock suspension, stock brakes on a 225-50-15. Oh, my God.
0: That's pretty fast on 225 yeah. in a big car so like that. So what we
3: would do with that car is an iron head small block stroker, and we would run uh, a 15-pound bottle of nitrous – So at Watkins Glen, we were clocked at 163 going into the bus stop. No big deal. No big deal. In a a, a car with drum brakes in the rear, a stock four-speed, stock single-piston calipers in the front, and no cage.
0: Sounds safe. No big deal. Absolutely. Very safe.
3: Very so sick. when
1: would you pull the chute heading into the bus stop? <laughs> <walk and> if <laughs> well, you have, to
0: have somebody in the giant trunk repacking the you know, parachute and, and to and slow you down.
3: Well, that's why you never get any grief. For, well, That's why I give a lot of people grief about brakes because they complain about brakes. It's like you have no idea you what You have no, no idea are. what it's yeah. like to not have brakes. Yeah, that's
0: like uh, probably a three or four lap car, I would imagine, right?
3: Actually, well, see, again, when you don't have any money, what do you do? When you go to the track, you, you drive whatever you have. So I used to drive that, and then I would also bring rental cars. So... I can do 20-lap sessions with rental car breaks all day long. Yeah. So. You,
1: le- you learn how to
0: manage it. Yeah, you do. Uh, we're in, uh, into Time Attack Group C here at uh, Track Battle Round 5 and looking at our fastest time of C being Chris Bickford with a 43.882 filed up by Kyle Malt in the Red Integra with a 44.667 and running out the top three so far with a couple laps in. Mark uh, Mark Bucic with a 47.925 at HPD+.
3: But I'll give you a quiz.
1: We'll probably so, fail.
3: Yeah. So this is, again, this is how old some people are around here like me. In 99, I drove uh, one lap, and I won overall. Um, it's a car that's been undefeated in one lap of America. Okay. Do you know what it is?
1: A Nissan GTR? No. Um, undefeated. undefeated. What do you mean undefeated?
3: It's never lost. It's always won overall. Every
1: time it went, it won? Every
3: time it went, it won overall.
0: I, li- I don't know. I don't a know. Mosler Raptor. Really? Yep. How many times has a Mosler Raptor want, uh, ran? I think three.
3: Really? Yep. Wow. All in the nineties. Again, you got to get get the old guys. But okay. You know, here's here's something for you. When you're a driver, you show up and you're tasked. Uh, you can drive the Raptor because you're an amateur. They wouldn't allow a pro to drive it. Okay. Show up at the event at tracks you've never been to, in a car that's never lost.
0: Is that the car that got uh, like outlawed at the Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Yeah, got, I thought I thought that was a Mosley. Because
3: the pros would show up, so actually they yeah. hired they hired me to drive it instead and and I won. Give it to that guy. He he won't do that well, right?
0: <laughs> um, and uh, actually, uh, one of our podcast sponsors, OG Racing, uh, Johnny C from OG. He's good friends with Jacob Mosler, the uh, Warren Mosler son. son. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, Mosler Crown. Yeah, we've Mosler Clou- Crown Royal. Uh, I've, I've drank Jacob Mosler's Crown Crown Royal at Rhode <laughs> Atlanta. So a little bit of a slip angle connection to the Mosler family. And they're crazy cars. They're really they're cool, cars. Cars. Yeah, really they're cool cars. cars. Yeah, really cool. They're I cars. At Jacob, uh, my first race at Rhode Atlanta, 2015, or 14, I can't remember, uh, was a NASA Santa's Santa's toy run uh, in December there, and Jacob pulls up with an old Mosler consolier and uh, if you
3: dig around at my house, you'll find one. Really,
0: (laughs) the body on that is the strongest thing I've ever seen. Got to move all the cobwebs to get (laughs) to it. So much fiberglass on that car. But
3: that's the car that. I wrecked at Summit Point in a 12-hour at okay. 80 miles an hour and simply pulled it off the tires, fired it up, and drove it back. To the what? Back. Very strong cars. They're, like, indestructible.
0: Grassroots Motorsports used to do street autocrosses, and they would they would basically shut towns down. And, uh, that J- sounds really cool. J.G. Pastor Jack on our show a couple years ago. Do you remember me talking about yeah. this? Yeah, that's uh, right. They had a couple of Mosler Consoliers and... Uh, they t-boned each other in the street autocross, and they were fine. And they were both totally—they literally went <laughs> boing and like made the boing noise and bounced
1: off each other. <laughs> and the chassis were fine. Yep, absolutely.
0: <laughs> very, very unique and cool cars from the eighties. They uh, it's a good
1: car to have up here in Michigan too. It just won't rust. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> a lot of steel
0: on the bodywork there. Uh, that was a uh, a Chrysler four cylinder turbo, correct?
3: Yeah, two two turbo two. Out of the, the out of the it'd be Lancer Omni GLHS or, GLHS or, yep, Charger. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very cool cars. Uh, so you have one of those floating around, huh?
3: Yeah, it's uh, and I th- that was. Uh, m- Warren was nice enough to give me that car back yeah. after I won in the Raptor to okay. take endurance racing. Yeah, Nice. And uh, so I did that, and we won a few events with it, but then I wrecked it, and literally that's where it's set. That's
1: cool. You should fix it and take it out and run like Lemons or Chump with it or something.
3: Not Lemons or Chump, run Grid Life, I mean, the thing weighs 2,000 no, pounds. Oh, it
1: would be more than welcome. Cup. That would be one of my coolest
0: uh, favorite cup. cars in Time Attack. Or...
3: I, I keep yeah. debating on what – I really want to do an SRT4 swap into it. That thing would be a rocket, and with then an put an like you know Doug wins 600 horsepower yeah. tune on it, yeah. and the car. I mean, it weighs 2150 with a two-inch roll cage in it. That's Man. a
0: big roll cage. Yeah, All right, very light cars, very unique cars. If you don't know what a Mosler Consulier is, Google, uh, Google it. it. It's just I don't it, know how to spell Consulier. It's, it's kind of like uh, it's a little prototypey looking, uh, and just very unique, very cool cars. So, well, we're into Time Attack Group C uh, so far. Uh, for three laps, and still our uh, top three about the same with a 41.182, uh, Chris Bickford, and then Kyle Maltz with a 43 now, 7.65, and Mark Butchai with a 47.925 still.
1: It's like our buddy uh, Promo's out there in a uh, maybe a rental, maybe not Yeah, that might uh, be a
0: Mustang rental car rounding turn 11 right now promo. as he pulls in off track. I think so. that's a six-cylinder automatic. <laughs> We are into this thing for about 39 minutes yeah, or so. Yeah, not too bad. I think we did a uh, podcast, and I think we did some announcing for Time Attack. Yeah. So really so. cool to have you guys out here for uh, for Good Life Round 5. Well, thanks for uh, having us. We'll be back. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk in the off season. We've got lots of cool things to discuss. So hope to see wild, uh, unlimited-class vipers yeah. uh, piloted by <laughs> you, Kevin. Wild,
3: unlimited-class vipers and big Kumo transporters. That's yep. what I want to see. Uh, we'll see what cars. we can do.
0: We'll see what we can do. Hey, don't give Chris a heart attack. you are going to make him sad. We'll deal with that next year. We'll deal with it next year. I'll
2: park it alongside the gate out here. All you know? right. We'll
0: see what we can do. We'll see what That's
2: we can next do. To- Kevin
1: right. Wesley, Tom O'Dell, thank you so much for your time. Uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next year. Thank you. Have
2: a good holiday season and see you next year.
1: Yeah, we'll be in touch, man. All Thanks, right. guys. Cool.